0: Listening to the Nth Cast. This is episode 9. The last one before double digits. Who knew we'd have made it that far?
1: <laughs> what is this, Dingo and the Baby? I don't know, but I'm going to stop with that voice.
0: <laughs> Please. You're welcome. I'm Josh. I'm JD. It is TV Day. And it's still Dystopia In Week. In case you were wondering, You're Cleveland still, still sucks.
1: Yeah. You're still here, it means you like
0: Dystopia maybe or you just want to learn more
1: about dystopia
0: there's so many tv shows on today even i mean i think there's more dystopian type tv on today than there has been in a long time in fact right before we even started sat down to start recording this uh we were watched a few minutes of the man and i castle which is a new uh series Amazon on right? Amazon which I don't know if it's been picked up yet or not it's just the first pilot episode they like to do that they'll and then we vote on it is that how they I do it I think you vote on it um looks interesting i think it has some there's had a some, lot of promise just for a we lot watched. of promise hey i'm a fan of philip k dick so yeah do uh, you you know anything about do you know dick about dick not much is that, about Dick. So I was correct, but okay. I know you're a fan of Dick. So <laughs> what else on the old small screen? Recently, there was Jericho. There's been. which is
1: a fantastic show, it canceled too
0: soon, in my opinion. On Netflix, Jeremiah. That's also on Netflix. Similar. The Walking. I mean, name. The Walking Dead. We're not going to. Talk why don't you quote the obvious? That. Why we're, not? We're going to wait till Zombie Week to do yeah, the Walking yeah, Dead. Let's not waste Walking Dead on dystopia. No, uh, but there's a lot of examples, and so before we get to the main show that we want to talk about today, I thought I'd throw out some obscure items from my list because I feel like that's becoming my role on this show to be obscure. Well, B. To be. uh, Okay. A would be to be wrong. Okay. B to be obscure. Okay. So I'm wrongly obscure. I like it. You should should go with that. We should make shirts. That's right. So when I was a kid, cartoons used to come on in the mornings – and they were awesome. Every morning or just Every Saturday? morning. Every really? morning before you went to school. And when you got home from school, there was cartoons that came on as well. Hmm, my parents wouldn't let me watch Duck cartoons. DuckTales. Yeah. Chippendales, Rescue Rangers, Tailspin. Love Tailspin. But you got stuff in the morning. The Transformers, G.I. Joe. Okay. All that stuff came on in the morning. There was one show called Spiral Zone. Okay. And essentially, this guy, uh, he was b Declared himself over- overlord once he got he stole from the government. I don't think it was NASA, but it was some sort of scientific organization. These devices that made people uh, become zombie-like it was a okay. mind control, and it wasn't over the whole Earth, but it was. It created a spiral, and so everyone that was within that zone, he controlled. He, he controlled in the spiral zone. Uh, yes, and so so it was that was pretty heady stuff for kids. And there was a special task force that fought within the zone that didn't get affected by this ray. Essentially, okay, this array of uh, equipment that sent out this beam uh, to control people's minds. So that was. That's some pretty good stuff. How long was that on? Do you know? That was only on. It was only like sixty-five episodes. Only. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the story arc was not that yeah. long. Typical eighties animation. Um, I love 80s in the same animation. in the same vein as GI Joe, okay, Transformers, that sort of thing. And then recently, which is. This now spiral zone, I don't, I don't even know if you can get that anywhere. I, I have not seen, I've looked for it. Cause I want to really,
1: you, yeah. you'd like to rewatch. Of course.
0: I watched something with my kids not too long ago. And that was an attempt at a reimagining of the wizard of Oz, which is Tin Man. Mm-hmm. And I've heard of it, that. it does fit within what we're talking about. Um, I'm not so sure I want to talk too much about it because I'm afraid that you might say, hey, I might want to go look at that. Okay. Uh it's not the best. It was a miniseries on Sci Fi Channel. See, it's got Zoe Deschanel in it though. Oh, I did watch that. Did you? Yeah. I what didn't... did you think? It, different. It's Interesting. different. Interesting. So-
1: Sci-Fi Channel is really hit or miss for me, and that's no—that's not a dig against Sci-Fi Channel. Just, I think it's just their budget constraints. Maybe if it,
0: if it doesn't have a shark or a NATO or an <laughs> in it, and then. A
1: bit, I enjoyed it. I did enjoy Tin Man. I forgot that it was called Tin Man, but now that you see oh, okay,
0: it. yeah, a, a Tin Man was it? Yeah, it was like a Richard three- Dreyfuss was mm-hmm. in it. It was, it was, it was imaginative. Was I? Felt like it would be better if they had just forgotten that they were trying to tie it back to the Wizard of Oz. Right, start
1: just be original, do your own thing.
0: But definitely dystopian because oh, they yeah. they took, you know, they, it was the the Outer Zone, the OZ, you know, and <laughs> the OZ of Oz, the OZ. And um I think the best thing about that was the main villain had the flying monkeys would come off of her breasts and that's That made the show for you? That made the show for that's me. That's good to hear. Yes. Flying hear monkeys and breasts. That uh, there you go. It's a winning combination. It is a winning combination. Interesting. Oh yeah. one final Oh, final you have another for us. I do have another fantastic. I'm gonna pull it back further mid 80s. Oh, Okay, and the reason I want to bring this up is because we tend to see we tend to see examples of a dystopian society when you're right in the thick of that said society. Mm-hmm. You don't really get a good picture of well, how exactly did that occur? you know it's always either the bomb went off or the virus killed everybody mm-hmm. and this is how we live now so the oh the miniseries and you said the 80s so that's the original the original okay the original there was actually there was uh there uh the original and then they did a second miniseries and then they did a ongoing series and then they remade it um, a few years ago. They did. Which I watched maybe a few minutes of that, and was like... Mm, the aliens didn't do it for man. me in that one. Yeah. So what I like about V is, of course, I was a kid, and I love sci-fi. And I love lizards. Oh, <laughs> and well, then you so love that you show.
1: Go. That a winning trio.
0: <laughs> but it... it it was interesting to see how an alien invasion comes to Earth, and they start working with all the governments of the world, and they start getting agree. They all the governments are kind of agree with them, and so then you know it's okay they can start walking among among us, and but then people start right they start to uh, disagreeing and. When once you start disagreeing with something, they start disappearing, and so, mm. so I was like, you know, this is an interesting example of how how we can a uh, dystopian society would start It's like, you know, there would there there's some sort of incident where everyone, all these governments which normally don't want to agree on things that they 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 normally would disagree on, but hey, we can come together and say, yeah, we can work together. This is a good good idea. And start giving away some of this power Hmm. to an alien entity uh, seemingly out of fear. Um, I don't know if that's available anywhere. I don't know either. I'll have to check and include that in the show notes. But it's an interesting – it it holds a special place in my heart mainly because – Willie, mm-hmm. one of the aliens, is uh, Robert Englund, who played Freddy. Right. And his character in this miniseries couldn't be any further away from Freddy Krueger. <laughs> no, not He's at all. He's just a mousy, very timid character. and uh, I, Fre- but, Freddy's not
1: that way? Uh, no,
0: <laughs> no. No, not I so much. say so much. I'm not sleeping later. Why? Why would you? I don't sleep anyway. Yeah, I'll sleep when I'm I'm dead. I'm too busy staying up wondering what topic are we going to do next for this show. And
1: wondering how pleased you are with our episodes.
0: Oh, yeah. No, I don't wonder about that at all. Oh, is that clear? Oh, oh it's absolutely clear. <laughs> nice. I'm pleased with everything that I, I do. Yeah. <laughs> in relation to this
1: this podcast. podcast. Maybe not other things, but this.
0: No, not no, this is the only thing.
1: That you're pleased about? That's
0: pleasing. Well, I was until now. Until this conversation. Until this conversation.
1: Well, well let's go back to T V. Okay. Uh, <laughs> the show I picked and I'm gonna pull a Kevin again. <laughs>
0: Oh, Jesus. <laughs> not really.
1: It's not. This is actually a really good show. Kevin was excellent. You gave me a lot of crap about you, it. But well, Kevin was fantastic. You say
0: that. Fantastic. That's our lowest rated episode. That's because... And you know that's true. I do know that's true. I showed true. you the numbers. I
1: do know that's true, but I don't blame it on the Kevin. Okay, the uh, the show I picked is Avatar The Last Airbender, which is an animated series on Nickelodeon. It ran for three seasons, 61 episodes, um, created by Michael DiMartino and Brian Canetsco. If you can, if that's how you say it, it's a complicated last name, but people may disagree with me about it being dystopian, but the definition that we've, who
0: are they? What do they know? Uh, I don't, I don't
1: know what they know because I say it's dystopian based on the definition that, that we should put be forth. Good enough. and that's that's right I have the microphone so yeah. I'm going to say it those people are from Cleveland anyway <laughs> clearly from Cleveland <laughs> but this show it really I I'm a big fan of anime and cartoons and animated uh, shows in general but this one really caught me from the very first episode um the basic premise i i like asian culture too and maybe martial arts and that kind of religion and that kind of setting so this is set in a world where people have the ability to bend the elements and they form nations or maybe tribes based off of what element they can bend so you've got the water benders the earth benders the air benders and then firebenders. So there's four nations. Four nations. Okay. Yeah. And there and each nation based off of the element is kind of different like the water tribes live in the poles and where there's ice and snow. The air people are nomads and they kind of stick to themselves and they look almost like monks. But the way the show works is there's one being that's alive at all time that can control all four elements and his name is the Avatar. And so his job is to bring balance and keep balance between all four nations and keep them from warring with each other.
0: Is there some sort of o- overlord element or government system here? Because yes. now I'm starting to wonder if this does fit.
1: No, no, I'm getting there. Okay. The, what happens is <laughs> the Fire
0: Nation decides that
1: they want to take over everything. And so the Fire... Oh, yes. Okay.
0: So, yeah, that's right. That's yeah. right. That's right. So I hadn't gotten there yet the fire
1: nation decides that they're going to kill the avatar before uh, and take over the rest of the world. So what happens is the avatar is too young and he hasn't mastered all the elements. So they think they can take him out yet because he still has to learn how to do it. It's not like he's just born with all the abilities and is a master. So the fire nation decides, well, we're going to get this kid while he's young and what happens is the Avatar disappears. He goes into the Avatar state to protect himself, and he disappears for 100 years. He's frozen in ice for 100 years, and during that time, the Fire Nation takes over the rest of the world. And so they are like this tyrannical empire that is controlling everyone else because there's no Avatar to keep balance. So... I see. That's dystopian, right? Oh, absolutely. So the, the way the series works is... This 12-year-old kid has to save the world. And it's the adventures of him and his other friends. Um, a waterbender named uh Katara Toph is the uh earth bender, and she's blind. She's my favorite character. She's this blind little dirty kid, but she's a master at bending the earth because she can feel the vibrations through the earth with not being able to see. And then the Fire Lord's son is his firebending teacher. Uh his name is Zuko. And it's it's really a great story of how they go – they start off, he's an airbending master, and he learns how to do the other elements and interacts with the other nations and learns what they care about and helps uh, the different citizens together, and then he unites all the citizens of the other worlds together to war against the Fire Nation and even gets members of the Fire Nation on his side to help him battle against – the Fire Lord, so that he can bring balance and that everything will be in order. So he's warring against this tyrannical government the whole time. And I there's throwing some wrinkles in the story because he's a little kid, and so the little kid problems, you know, like girl crushes and love, stuff, which I think it's cute that they throw that in. But the overall story is really impressive, and I think it's really well done. So you can find that's been – it's not on Netflix right now, but you can watch it on Amazon Prime. Um, oh, okay. If you have that, so you can watch all three seasons of that, and they split it up by each each season. As he's learning a new element, so water, earth, and then fire. So
0: didn't they decide to not? Th- this is just not good enough to just be on the small screen. We should bring this to the theatrical ma- masses. Yes, they and, did. And they entrusted that task with...
1: To one of the best directors that the world has ever seen. The auteur
0: of auteurs. <laughs> In every sense of the word. M. Night... Shyamalan. Crapelon. Oh, man. That was awful. It's... Did you... You did... Oh, I you hated did, it. Okay, I was hated like, please it. tell me.
1: I think that's the worst remake um, well, it's not really a remake. I right. think it's, okay, it's the, worst, the worst adaptation I've ever seen, ever, ever, ever. Ever. Yeah. There's so many fundamental flaws, like the fact that Asian culture—there was no Asians in Dragon TV. Ball Z. I think it's worse than Dragon Ball Z. Oh man! But, I mean, That's and I like. Okay. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I like Dragon Ball Z, but and I grew up watching Dragon Ball Z, and I watched. <laughs> um, I, Avatar as an adult, but the movie was just an atrocity. It was so bad. It was so, so bad. Like, they could have made more if they'd have done it well, but it was so bad that they decided, we can't make any more. This is ruined
0: it. Speaking of not being able to make any more, we should end here.
1: Well, that was better than Kevin, right? That was better than Kevin. (laughs) Well, Kevin... I. Kevin was an example of a robot, and Avatar was an example of a dystopia. A
0: pile of dog crap <laughs> is better than Kevin.
1: I disagree. Kevin, you even put in our show notes all the episodes that you could see Kevin in. Did I? <laughs> you, I should.
0: You did? No, because... Well, I, well I, there's only like five or six. Oh, I don't... Out don't of all know. the Saved by the Bell. <laughs> I'm not doing that. <laughs> I'm not doing that. Well, you're welcome for Kevin. All right, folks. We only have one more day of dystopia. But tomorrow, tomorrow we take and set the bar high. It's everybody's favorite day. It's everybody's absolutely favorite day. It's movie day. And who doesn't love movie day? And we got got something for you. I ain't going to lie. I am not making this up. This is so much better than that piece of crap movie that we reviewed last week.
1: Kevin was better than that movie last week. Uh,
0: I would sit and watch every Kevin episode back to back. (laughs) If I had to choose between watching Kevin and Automata... You'd pick Kevin? I would get that robot (laughs) that lit itself on fire to come to my house and light me on fire. (laughs) Wow. That's pretty strong. Tomorrow's movie day. We'll talk to you then. In the meantime, hit us up on Twitter, at NthCast. We want to hear from you. I'm Josh. JD. See you tomorrow.